Welcome to The Word Podcast. I'm Seth Williams. And I'm Brendan Ward. And we're here to discuss all things local real estate, legal, title, market, and really anything else we can come up with. So stick with us on this journey as we talk about The Word. Well, today we are lucky to have two out-of-town guests that are here for the Tom Ferry Conference or some shit like that. (laughs) And they are amazing. We have Jeremiah Kobelka. Welcome, Jeremiah. Thank you. And Philip, otherwise known as Pip Haxby, and they are team leaders at Real. Correct. Yes. And the JFK Living Team. Yes. You guys, Living you guys team. just moved to Real pretty recently. Yes. Yeah, it was September, September last year. Yep. Okay, well, is Real like side? Years, Real is kind of like side, but different. Okay. Yeah. We'll get into that, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And these guys this are- might be a giant pitch for yeah. the next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We'll both sell each other on what to do. We're not sure yet, so- but Pip and Jeremiah are all the way here from Jersey. They drove up just yeah. for the podcast yeah. today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. End of Jersey, down south. Are yeah. you staying across the street at the Comfort Inn? No. <laughs> oh, no. no they're going to stay in, in Waltham. Oh, that's yeah. much Do you better. say it Waltham, yeah. Waltham or Waltham? Waltham. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. What did you guys say before you came here? I didn't know where we were. Uh, I would have said Waltham. <laughs> Waltham. Because yeah. it's proper. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. say things mm. properly. Properly. Mm-hmm. And right. Jeremiah, he just got in the car. He didn't even know where you were going. <laughs> no, I just drove. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, put in the GPS, I'll drive. Siri, hmm. Siri told you what to do. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you guys run a, a very successful team in South Jersey's Philly suburbs. Yes. So right. we're right outside of Philadelphia, little township called Haddon Township. And the 08108, we're about, what, two, three miles from the Ben Franklin Bridge. So like <sighs> literally right across the bridge. Yeah. Okay. What's the market doing in South Jersey? Is that South Jersey? Yes. Yeah, Wikipedia Jersey. told me it was South Jersey. It's, yeah, it okay. is South Jersey. absolutely South Jersey. A oh. lot of people are like, oh, that's the shore. And it, well, yeah, I, th- I was like, was it near Avalon? Yeah, no, so that's no. the shore. That's the oh, shore. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's been a very interesting start to the year. Q1 yeah. was very, very difficult. Um, everything pretty much stagnated, but buy demand was like still absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, you know, a few more listings coming onto the market right now, but we're 30, 40 offers on desirable homes right now. So Over ask. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No yeah. contingencies. Yeah, no contingencies. Interest rates be damned. Who cares? They all want it. Uh, when did that start happening again? The multiple offers? Yeah. Oh, Three weeks, three weeks, years yeah. ago. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it never down, stopped. It slowed down. Oh, it never stopped. No, it really. It, yeah. you, oh, it, it slowed down here, a right? little bit in the first quarter, but you were still seeing. Okay, maybe it was five, six offers. It was right. still over ask. Right. It was still contingencies being waived. Like there was one week last November where you could have gotten a deal, a deal. Yeah, like mm. literally one week. It was one week. <laughs> the in Friday after Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. It was like yeah. Go in at asking, you might get it right. <laughs> we we slowed down um, for a while, a, a ton. Yeah. To be honest with you, okay. uh, I've told this story too many times, but there was a time around this time last year when interest rates went from you know low four, high three to six and change. Mm-hmm. We had listings launching that whole time, didn't really adjust for price immediately, right? And and I'm, I don't know, maybe that was the right thing or the wrong thing. Ended up like 14, 15 properties in the market, and uh, yeah, nobody. Yeah. And then finally, when rates started, slid down for like that six weeks in the mm-hmm. summer, they all moved. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the fall was still okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but the competition definitely whittled down to a handful of offers, not dozens for sure. Yeah. And then uh, February and March were just brutal. Yeah, it was, it was bad for well, a while. 
Well, that's the same thing. Yeah. Like we totally, we made our numbers and then some last year, mm-hmm. this first quarter, like, and we were looking to almost double our business this year. Mm-hmm. How's that let's, working out? <laughs> let's just Was say, this the year to pick that ambitious goal? No. Um, no. no. Oh. <laughs> it, really, it really wasn't. <laughs> There's always next year. Yeah. I still think we'll be three quarters of the way there. Ooh, I have a good. very bullish expectation for my team. Um, to get them to where they need to be by the end of the year. But uh, if it starts with the three, I will be happy. Wear your three glasses. I want to see them. Three. Are they rose-colored? <laughs> <laughs> Where's <laughs> that unicorn sound Yes, again? we need a unicorn sound. I'm picturing Elton John concert glasses. Oh, my God. Have you seen those? I no. have those. Oh, well, I mean. I have a couple pairs of those, uh, actually. Hold on. This is me being surprised. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're going to get there. This is the point where I just like contemplate leaving. <laughs> it's fine. Um, you no, can stay fine. here. Um, 300 deals. Is that what you're mm-hmm. projecting? Yeah. We were trying to go to for 410. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you guys do last year? 174. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's still we've, very good. Yeah. yeah. We, we've had like a 60% year over year increase. Did you guys grow last year. year over the year before too? Yeah. 60%. 60%. Yeah. Most, I mean, that's really, really good. Most teams didn't do that. But 300 deals is a lot of work. It is. Yeah, it is. It's a lot of work. And, you know, it's with the challenges in the market where we do have these like insane multiple offer situations and the way that the team is structured right now, we're, we're generally buyer heavy than listing heavy. Like about 70% of our business is buy side right now. Although at the moment, we're pretty 50-50 for well, this month coming wow. up. Listings team are, are rocking it. Rocking it on listings right now. Um, it's great. But, you know, when you have so many buyers uh, and you've got these huge, crazy multiple offer situations, it does mean that the sales overall, like, it's a struggle. Uh, we've probably seen a 50% drop in our acceptance rate in offers from last year to this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you've got, throw that challenge in, and you're still trying to double your own numbers, it's, yeah, yeah it's tough. Yeah. What do you think has been the biggest shift in, um, w- by the way, we just started talking about real estate. We didn't literally ask you guys anything about yourselves. Yeah, or, we, or we, we know nothing about them yet. I mean, yeah. Literally, I mean, our lives are just real estate now, so oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can just dive right in. That's but how did you get here? <laughs> like, how did you get to real estate? Oh. I, was I just say, say you no. I know you drove. Pike. I mean, I saw a car with a jersey plate out front. I'm assuming they're not rent. like running around. Jeez. Pip and I met. I was living in Palm Springs, California. He was living in uh, the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met on an. Uh, a popular gay dating app. Oh, okay. (laughs) Or if you want to say... Scrub. Yeah, that's what I was going to guess. That's the one. Um, And we started talking. Long story short. uh, My biggest regret in life is that I met my husband before the iPhone. Oh, Uh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Missed out on all of that. All that fun (laughs) stuff, right? Yeah. There's still time, maybe. (laughs) My sister knows. They're just like looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You know, we were in the restaurant industry, uh, and then I moved back to the East Coast in 2015. Uh, I really got into wine, so I went to level one, level two, sommelier. Some, yeah. And then, uh, and he's laughing because he, I'm a level two. Yeah, he's I know, only he a level he's one. Like, yeah, so I know. I noticed you also were in the wine business. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm a level one sommelier. Jeremiah is a level two. However, I took my career further within wine and actually got into wine Ooh, sales. That sounds like a gauntlet. It's has okay. been thrown. Okay. How many <laughs> levels? How many levels of the psalm life are there? Four. 
Yeah. And if you're four, you're like a badass. Oh, yeah. If I mean, even four, two is a can, badass, right? Uh, three is. Three, is, three yeah. you're pretty much a badass. Yeah. Do, so you're just short of a badass. Yes. And so I decided and I don't think I'm going to make it. I'm just here. <laughs> I don't, I, like I said. Fill I, my glass up, please. Yeah, <laughs> so what are you liking right now for wine? Oh, right. Well, it's rosé season. No, it is. Not up here. It's freezing up here right now. But <laughs> it was it, like 75. We think week. it's hot. We're like, this is like summer. I've migrated to the, the black T-shirt instead yeah. of the black um, long sleeve shirt. No. Still waffle, though. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, what are you Like a nice New Zealand Sauvignon? Yeah, right now yeah. still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sauvignon Blanc or? Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. yeah. So Very basic of you. <laughs> it's, it, it is, actually. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do, you, do you like Oyster Bay or Kim Crawford more? Ew, no. Ooh. No, like White Haven and stuff like that. Oh, I don't White Haven is delicious. Sounds, sounds expensive. It must be like 18 or $20 a bottle. It is. Yeah, I can't. It doesn't and, come in a box. And wow. when you drink two of them a night because you're in real estate, it a gets bottles? really expensive. Uh, With a straw? Oh, no. no, I pour it in beautiful glass. Baccarat, now. yeah, uh, Gabriel glass. Oh, yeah. Just, I don't know <laughs> nice. You guys lost me again. Very nice. These are gay things. Uh, <laughs> uh, hold, Crystal, hold, hold on, hold yes. on. Ready? <clears throat> mm. Oh, fam. Okay. Oh. Just for the record. Oh, thank God. I uh, forgot James about that. Siri's voice. She'll say it differently. Trust me. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't know how to do that either. Oh my God. Um. So we. So. So real both in the hospitality service industry. Service industry. Mm-hmm. Meet um, in Palm Springs, move back east. By east do you mean New, New Jersey. Jersey? Okay. Yeah. Um Pip. And you're still in England? Uh yeah. So when we met, he was in Palm Springs. So I spent a bit of time over there and I was sort of back and forth for a bit. Um and then made the move over to the East Coast in twenty sixteen, May. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got married in the June of twenty sixteen. Where? Uh, on a little um, state park called Amico Island on the oh, banks of the New Delaware Jersey. on mm-hmm. the banks of the Delaware River. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, me and Jer, uh, his two sisters, Jen, who's sat over there, uh, his other sister Mel, and our two dogs, Osha and Tully. And we had an efficient and a cameraman. And was I, it? my family were on a iPhone <laughs> <laughs> skyping in from the UK. So you move here, Pip, from England. Yes. And then you're still in the hospitality industry at this point. Capital Grill, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And wh- like what, how do you get to real estate? more about you than I do. <laughs> so I always wanted. It's, it's in the bio. <laughs> it's in the bio. Yeah. It's in the no bio. Yeah. So I always wanted to get into real estate. When I was living in Palm Springs, I actually had thought about getting my real estate license. So what are you drinking? Is that a LaCroix? <laughs> That so is that a little cry. Um, I know you guys don't listen to our podcast. It's Lemon okay. Cello. It, we, Lemon Cello. It's delicious. Brendan delicious. likes to go on LaCroix rants because he thinks we're going to get sponsored by LaCroix. Okay. So if usually, I keep tagging them. Usually there's like two to three minutes of every podcast that's solely dedicated to different LaCroix flavors. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we like to talk about this meal prep service that clearly both of our both of us aren't leaning into too well. Um uh, called Nutra, which I'm sure he'll bring up at some point. Just, just oh, Nutra. Just a, what's nice that? of you to bring what's up Nutra stuff. Um, so Palm Springs realtor thinking about getting into real estate. Uh, you know, going in the restaurant industry. I then became a GM of another restaurant in Philly, and then you know, working eighty hours a week. You're like, oh, why am I doing this? Real estate. I'll work. I'll control my own schedule. I will they control said. Control my own schedule. Lots of flexibility. So yeah, much. So, so, so much. So much, yeah. so much <laughs> time off. It's yeah. incredible. So uh, I got my real estate license uh, October twenty third, twenty seventeen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Pip came in, what, six, seven months after that. Yeah, I got my real estate license July 12th, 2018. Oh, that's right. It was my your, birthday. It was your birthday. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. You're a cancer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. I just turned 40. It's okay. 
Wow. Yeah. HBD. All right, thank you. <laughs> You're not a cancer, then. <laughs> no, I'm an Aries. Uh, thank you very much. Um, so I've got into real estate. Where'd you hang your license? Uh, at this uh, regional broker called Weikert. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Is that they were up were here at? for a little while. Oh, were they? Oh. Yeah. They didn't last. Oh. Yellow and Shucks. black, right? Yeah. Like a bumblebee. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Mm. And were you there for a while? Two and a half, two years, two and a half years. And then it was KW? And was? Yes. Yeah, yeah, cool. KW the rest, and then we decided to leave. Yeah. And bring it to real. And bring, bring it, it to real. real. Yeah. So tell us about your first uh, experience in real estate. Like, what was it like? Um, what did you learn? And like, were you, were you doing deals? Were you like, just so catch us up on like, you know, the, that's that. The real big thing is I dived right into Tom Ferry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Smart. Right from the beginning, watched every single YouTube video, was like, oh my God, video is the way mm. of the future. <laughs> so let's do it. Yeah. And His then, earlier videos. Oh just, my God. Oh my God. Well, They're cringeworthy. Uh, so he's like this. I'm Jeremiah Kabelka. I am your modern realtor. <laughs> I, well, uh, if you're the funniest thing is buy or sell, <laughs> shut up. Call me. <laughs> well, the funniest thing is they're not too dissimilar on my current videos either. <laughs> Fair enough. So, did you do scripted but, videos? Oh, I did. Yeah, uh, totally. You do know. you have a SAG card? Uh, no. Oh, no. Unfortunately, <laughs> not yet. I, I never mm. got those speaking roles. Mm. Mm. Do your videos <clears throat> prove why? <laughs> yes. Okay. So, have you thought of bullet points? So, one of the things they teach us in law school is that rehearsed speeches never go well. Oh no, never. Yeah, oh, that's really? why I'm really good at podcasts, actually. Oh, because there's <laughs> no because script. There's no script. Yeah. I can say exactly what I want. So, yeah. why don't you do that on your videos? Be authentically you. That's probably what he does now. Well, if I did that, Steph would have to cut the whole video. Right, right. She needs something. Right. Oh, there's always something that can be worked out. Jer's really good when he's like talking to the team and kind of like, you know, either trying to teach them something or tell them something. And like, you know, maybe there's a camera over here, but he's like just focused on telling the Steve. Yeah. Like that's when he's really good on camera when he doesn't know there's one there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And do you do video too, Pip? I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they tend to put me more on camera. <laughs> For. Ooh. Obvious reasons. Oh my god! Wow. But it's What's, true. Could you just? Could uh, you, what, what are the reasons? Yeah, for the, it's just a pod. The English voice. This uh, is a podcast, yes. so yeah. we want to make sure everyone <laughs> really understands what you're talking about right now. So, um, all right. So well, you mean give give a bit more context? Yeah. Could you? Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, three to five <laughs> minutes. Put, so put yeah. me on camera. <laughs> so, uh, first year in real estate, you jump right in. You're coached with TF. Uh, not coached yet. Okay. Not coached yet. So you're just taking all the free content. Yeah. All the free content. All the free content. Like, yep. Which everybody should do. Go on his YouTube. Watch every single video from like number one to however many he has right now. Um, like, what, 17 deals the first year? Something That's like pretty that. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Not too bad. And then. And where were you getting the business? Um, some was family and friends and then open houses. And I was one of the earlier adopters of actually Facebook ads mm. and actually having it like a real geeks website in yeah, yeah. South Jersey. Like nobody was doing it. So I was getting a good amount of business that way as well. Mm. And we were an early investor in Zillow as well, paying for Zillow. Nice. So yeah. I was a, uh, a crazy person on changing my zip codes on Zillow. Like it was just like, okay, I know I need to be a premier agent. <laughs> so it has to be 10 connections. So I'll get one connection in a good zip code but then I'll pay 10 cents per other connections and a really bad zip code. And I used to play that game forever. It no, was a lot of fun. You were quite obsessive with it. But hey, it paid off in the long run because now we're a Zello Flex team and yeah. we get all the leads from that. Yeah. So you, know what, you know what Zello Flex is? 
No. Can you tell? Can you tell the the people, mm. all of our the, listeners, the people? Yeah. How many listens do you have? So let's, many let's, that we're gonna Lacroix s- is just <laughs> knocking down our door to sponsor us yeah. with the lime Lacroix today. <laughs> it's impressive. Well, let me just take a little sip of my lemon Lacroix, and I'll tell you all about Zillow. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, I'll do uh, my lemon cello. <laughs> mm. So uh, Zillow Flex is an invitation only <sighs> program. Um, that's that uh, only the top teams in the U.S. Uh, get invited to, depending on how well their customer service scores are and conversion rate. Um, instead of you paying up front for a certain number of leads to come through, um, you will pay a referral fee through uh, to Zillow at the closing table. Um, so overall, Zillow will generally make more money based off of your conversion, but you don't have to pay money up front. And generally, your lead flow, like it pretty much 10x'd it for us yep. um, as a consequence of going over to Because you, you ultimately also become <coughs> the exclusive team in that area, typically, correct? Yeah, or there's like one of like three teams three in to our four whole teams. area. So whereas right now, anybody could go... Uh, pay for certain zips and mm-hmm. you're this in this rotation you get what you pay for type stuff and versus like hey we want sh- we want to give you all the leads um, yeah. and then yeah they they kind of really hold you accountable to make sure mm-hmm. you're oh you should see the spreadsheets, oh God, the spreadsheets. I don't want to see them <laughs> the spreadsheets. I don't see them. okay so 17 deals and here we are a million years later uh, yeah a couple so that was what 2018 17 deals then we uh, we added uh, my Middle sister joined the team. She's mm-hmm. still on the team as our lead sales agent, Melissa. Mm-hmm. Justin came in as well that year. And then we were a team of four for a very long time. Then that good... The good old times. The good COVID oh, happened. COVID. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> so I think we went like what? 17, 52, 79, 101, and 175. Units you're talking about. Units. Yes. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. So we went... 175 last year. Yeah. It's pretty dope. I would say the biggest growth that we saw was actually during COVID. COVID, yeah. COVID um, was huge for us. We we made a jump from Wycott into Keller Williams. Uh, Steph, our marketing manager, who's just sat over there, she joined Fringing us. Fringing everything that we're saying. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, we met on Instagram, actually. Wow. Um, and uh, she's also from the UK. Ah. We got chatting, and uh, I could see, you know, she had a good following on Instagram, did a lot of posting. You know, Mike Coiner is an influencer, but she'll totally cringe about that. <laughs> and uh, she was looking for some work, and I was like, oh, my God, well, we need someone to help us with like our marketing and social media. Anyway, we interviewed her, and she's done an incredible job awesome. at helping us develop our brand. And I really saw a significant increase in business after after that. Well, it was very, very cool. interesting. Like, right before Steph came on in uh, the summer of 2020 is when we were moving brokerages, we rebranded. We rebranded everything because, you know, with Weicker, it was always yellow and black. You can't do anything different. Don't be, don't go out of the box. Mm. So we were like, we're going to leave. We're going to go super out there. Somebody told us to, you know, maybe, you know, rein it in while we were at (laughs) Weicker. So um, how did that go? Well, they left. Trying to rein you in. I'm just envisioning something like the reaction to someone reining you in. We've just met, and I can only envision. The reining it in was like when that, when I was told that in January of 2020, I was like, okay, we're gone, but we can't go right now. Mm -hmm. Let's start rebranding. I know exactly when we're going to go. Here's the hard date. Let's be ready. And Pip rebranded us. 
you know, bright pink, bright blue. We had like 32 different color combinations. We took it over to the families, <laughs> laid it all out. We're like, this is what we're going to do. We figured it out. And then, uh, yeah, we just came out blazing. And then, you know, Steph came on and just took it to that next level as well. Let's talk about, you know, so one of the, th- one of the reasons we wanted to have you guys on is like just growing teams mm. is, man, painful, painful work. Right. Yes. And the, the, the standard operating platform creation and the constant um, erasing, erasing the work that you laid out four months ago that is no longer mm-hmm. applicable or was the wrong stuff. And like, it's just like, it feels like personally, now I'm, I'm not talking about you guys anymore. It just feels like I'm schizophrenic. Like I'm, I'm doing all yeah. this work and then I'm like, that was so wrong. No, we yeah. have to do it this way. Like, I can't even believe I wrote that down and you signed that. It's yeah. just like not the case. Right. So let's talk a little bit about kind of the, the painfulness of growing teams. And I'd love to hear um, kind of some of your learnings along recruiting and, um, and uh, bringing on new agents. Mm-hmm. So with what you were saying there in that terms of like, you feel really schizophrenic. It's so interesting that when you come up with an idea and it's such a brilliant idea and you run with it and the whole team are like oh my god this is awesome and everyone's diving into it and everyone's on board and then after like a month or six weeks then that brilliant idea all of a sudden starts fizzling out and then you're like well what the hell happened what's going on here why is this not working as it did and then you have to find another brilliant idea and then get them reinvigorated with something else and it's interesting we were talking to our um coach uh, Tom Frey coach Tasha Fournier and she's just like yeah that's what you have to do you have to just keep reinventing things all the time and keep people re-engaged all the time and try to come up with different solutions to the same problem so you're just this is it this is if you want a team this is what you have to do and I was like oh (laughs) (laughs) Um, that's awesome great so I'm sure you already know this you know that I also have Tasha now yes yes yeah so um Hi, Tasha. Hi, uh, lovey. I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're deep Thank into you the... Thank you for the birthday dinner. I, yes, I'm, last I'm week. sure you're deep into the word podcast right now. Does but she listen? Well, we're going to find out, man, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, yeah. Something she uh, she brought up around like coaching and training agents, which was so elementary, but yet such sound advice is, you know, I, I learn at a different pace, a different, you know, I just learn differently than just the same way you learn differently, you mm-hmm. learn differently. And so she was like, you know, hey, do you think you're bouncing around a little too fast? And mm-hmm. I was like, I, I don't think so. Like, it feels like redundant to keep training on the same topic oh. over and over again, right? And she was like, nope. Mm-hmm. She's oh like, God, until, seriously. she's like, let's just rewind and let's just do buyer work, mm-hmm. right? And like, here's, the, you know, the two, three, four steps of, 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 you know, getting a buyer in contract from the cold call to the appointment, to the paperwork, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I think that was like three months ago. We're still working on buyer work mm-hmm. right now yeah. versus previously I would have been like whack-a-mole all over the place. And we're, st- we're finally getting to a certain level of proficiency. And it's just, it seems so elementary to talk about that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to your point, hopping around constantly is um, a little bit more engaging. Yeah. How well do you know, like all the disc stuff? I think he knows it better than I do. Something in my uh, disc profile uh, also as a high, high D individual, um, it basically says like when when you are working with other people and they don't learn fast or you have to repeat yourself like there's few things that drive me up the freaking wall like i'm like dude we talked about that. and like i'll just go from like cool calm collected to like i hate your guts oh my like, god like overnight we are the same is that yeah, like so a boston thing as well though it I might, it might, like it's it, it, might it might be <laughs> yeah. well I, i'm uh, not sure about that so it's it's just so frustrating and like it 
it's still really hard, but I c- at least can kind of catch myself sometimes. Sometimes, not there, all the time. There, I usually catch myself. There was something that happened about a month, month and a half ago. I broke down crying in front of every Let's, single one of them. We should talk about that. Yeah, what, like, what brought that on? You know what it was? I wanted it more than they wanted it themselves. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That's a hard lesson to learn. And, and, what, and what was the, the epiphany? And The, the epiphany and the, was so is you, that it's I, always going to be that way. It's gonna, always going to be that way. Yeah. Mm. Like stressful. It's stressful. It's frustrating. I literally had to leave the office. I was crying. I, I, I had to go you. home. I don't blame you. I mean, it's tough. Like you, you sort of you heavy is the head that wears the crown. Yeah. yeah, you take on. You feel like you take on all the burden of all the people that you are responsible for, you, and you somehow feel responsible for everyone, even though the majority of them are independent contractors responsible for their own business sure you still you feel it and you feel the yeah. pressure in the way and you know if you have a bad first quarter like we just did and sales are well that you know way down and some people haven't closed a deal in three months and yeah. they're coming to you and they're like oh my god i'm really struggling you know worrying about my bills and this that, and the other and we're like but you're not doing this you're not making any calls. Right. you're not where are you <laughs> yeah listen um they don't sell themselves it's so funny we just i mean we just spent two hours talking about the stuff before yeah right like and uh i think and again i don't know the other market where you guys are at but the the reality is is this market is going to cut a ton of people a ton of people right people and and i think we've seen that in internally as well right so and i completely agree with you um it's it's frustrating and disappointing, and I can't help but feel like I disappointed some of the agents, yes. right, who came here for the culture, the leads, like the deals, and yeah, you still get to work mm-hmm. because you you know we're not we're not handing out transactions on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. You have to you have to do some of the work. Oh, absolutely. Right? And um, and so when people have those conversations, like, hey man, I haven't, I'm, I'm not making enough money to make ends meet or something. It's super disappointing, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? When they have to potentially go get another job. And yeah, I, I personally, I, I take that personally, like, right? So, oh, um, There was a little bit of a mindset shift that um, like had to happen on our part as well, which is, you know, we were going into the scenario saying, listen, what can we do for you in order for you to get your business like back on track? And it was always like us for them, us for them, us for them. And we actually were at the... Um, Tom Ferry retreat in Scottsdale and Phil Jones was like you need to stop that way of thinking because it's actually not beneficial to the person on the other side just You're enabling doing them. stuff exactly yes. yeah. you doing stuff for them you doing stuff for them he's like you know ask them a series of questions see what's going on but ultimately get those one-on-ones, but you're the one leading it saying, okay, well, how are we going to have this one-on-one? Is it you're going to come back to me next week and you're going to say, oh, I haven't been doing what I need to do? Or do you want to come back next week and tell me how amazing you've got to do? You've got the choice of how that conversation goes, but it's your responsibility to come to me with it rather than me saying, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? And I think like as team leaders, we need to really remember that that's really important not to continually drain ourselves we can provide all the resources we can provide all the support support but it's not our responsibility to help them them. to do the work for them i mean you didn't have your license five years ago right so like you weren't a leader no one taught us how to be leaders right so one of the things that my business partner and i sort of go through all the time is like three years ago we left a firm that we were both at and started the firm that we have now, and it was the two of us and a paralegal in a room. And now we have this big team and we have all these lawyers and we have all these paralegals. And, and we keep reminding ourselves that we knew nothing about 
running a business, right. managing anybody, setting expectations, coming up with key performance, like none of this. And like, we think that we're failures like every day we're like, we're terrible at this. Like we're bad managers. And, and, and we were on a coaching call yesterday and the coach was like, just take a look back at where you came from and where you are now. And like, sometimes as, as leaders, we forget to do that. Right. right. Like All it the is time. Yeah. It's really yeah. hard to get out of the moment of whatever we're going through and in, in the, the craziness of the market right now and all of these things and, and step back and think of like, we've achieved all this. Like you went right. from your, you only selling real estate to you have a team and you have employees and you have all these people whose livelihoods depend on you now. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a whole different world it, mm-hmm. that we weren't prepared to get into. No. Right. Like because we thought we were going to be individual contributors. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I remember. And it's one of the reasons why I think we end up in this role of being a team leader. And you always live in this continuous, this continued state of being equally satisfied or equally grateful and con- totally dissatisfied, like simultaneously. So, you know, yeah, you can be grateful for all you've done, but it's still never enough. And you want to get more and you want to get more. Um, and that's kind of like your driving force. Mm. Have you guys lost a lot of agents that you've onboarded so as well? or Three. Three people? Three, three out eight. of 20. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Uh, so we went nine, <laughs> and then when we went 18, then we went back down to 15. Now we just hired another three, so we're at 18. I think as a team leader, like, and we have the, the last year we went really heavy into staff. Yeah, can you walk us through yeah, your talk staff? Yeah, talk about your support staff. Oh, my goodness. So I think we have some of the best support staff in, uh, Are you just saying that because they're in the room? Um, well, <laughs> only a small fraction of only their massive fraction. team yeah. is in the room. In, in here, but um, no, absolutely. Um, we had staff, our marketing manager early on, and then Jen, my uh, oldest sister, came on. She was like TC, uh, transaction coordinator, like kind of built out all the SOPs, like the checklist and CSU, sure. transaction management, the whole nine yards. Last year, we brought on a sales manager. And then we have a, a director of, uh, what's Kara's title? Wow. Director of Design and Technology. Design and Technology. Oh. So That's mm. deep. She, she does like all the print advertisements, open house stuff, also does listing coordination as well. And then, and then we brought in Heather as well. So Jen moved up to the director of operations role, and then we brought on Heather. So we have Assistant director of operations? <laughs> Assistant okay. to the director of operations. Yeah. yeah. TC. So TC. we had what? all these people. And then we had a full-time, well, on-call videographer as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in 2021, if the payroll itself was deep, deep, help me, I'm poor. poor. <laughs> Crazy. We're right? all, we're all aware Well, the of funniest that. thing is like, it was great in 2022. Like it was like, oh, that first six months, I'm like, let's hire everybody. And then we're like, we need more agents. So we had that sales manager in April we brought him over from Keller Williams. He brought in a great group of agents. You know, we were training him to train the agents, do this all, this whole thing. And then we were supposed to be 30 agents by the end of last year. We ended at 15. So there's a lot of, the, yeah, yeah, maybe some, some of the wrong hires, it sounds like. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Okay. Yeah. I absolutely love him. He's a great guy. He's actually still on the team. He'll do great. like one or two deals a year. He went and got another job. Cool. But um, it was just the wrong person in the, you know, we have to have the right people in the right seats. Yeah. So if you, if you could go back, would, would you go more staff first or more agents first? The catch 22. The funniest thing mm. is we were in the pool in Scottsdale last week. We were all talking about, would you have more staff first mm. or get the agents and then 
bring on the staff. I still think bringing on staff first is the right road to go. Because if Austin you... Austin Nestle. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I agree. I think we did it the right way. Just where we lacked was the recruitment angle. And the sales and manager. Role. Yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. But I think it was, you know, if we'd have just got on more agents when we needed to get on more agents. <laughs> Do you guys go after um, new licensees or are you trying to poach some folks that are like two to seven million or something like that? We've always, like, we don't recruit though yeah. either. Still? We just, a lot of people come to us. It's, yeah. you still. know. Still. They're still, still coming to you. They're still coming to us. Uh, the last three just came to us. Okay, so I just want to really break this down. So when you say they just came to us, is this like, there's no like, hey man, we should get a coffee and talk like how's business? Like there's no instigation on your end? So I have been getting a little bit better the last month or two, but none of these agents were ones that I actually DM'd. Like, so you were both unanimous on staff over agents? Yes. yes. And what's the right ratio? I don't think there's the right ratio. It's making sure that your staff is working at 110% at all times to support your agents. And when they're not able to do that or they're overworked, that's when you need to add. Mm, hot take. Would you agree? Um, sure. Wow. That's a nope. That's <laughs> all right. So, that's so, nope. so this is why we have, like, he works on th- some things and I work on the other things. Yeah. So I who's in charge of managing the staff? We, we have... We co, have co-responsible? Yeah. We have our people that we manage. <laughs> so you manage you manage half, he manages half, or some yes. mix of, of yeah, that. Yeah, some kind of mix mm-hmm. of the two. All right. Okay. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's, I, I would say yes, but also you've got to make sure you've got the right people in the right seats. Well, absolutely. Sure. sure. And we've been bad in the past of, like, giving people a chance and then a chance and then a chance and then it's like, well, okay, Yes, I should have know. fired the sales manager in October instead of January and wasted another, like, what, $30,000. Yes, right. absolutely. But yeah. we double down on bad decisions sometimes, yeah. right? Because A, we don't want to admit that we made a bad choice. We don't see it because we're blind to our own bad choices sometimes because we have the rose-colored glasses mm-hmm. and we think we Yells think it's going to get better. It's uh, it's us. It's not them. Yep. Right. You know, if only I had the time to teach him how to do his job, he yep. would be better. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is all founder <laughs> stuff that that no one teaches us. us. Like this yeah. was not a, the realtor test. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Definitely wasn't. And that's why, like, sometimes an anchor though. Yeah. Forty-three, five, sixty, right? An acre? It was on the realtor town. I have no idea. Oh, 43,560 square Sorry. feet. There you go. I fucking no nailed it. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Riparian rights? Yeah. Anything? Yeah. Do you even know what that is? Those are water rights, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 What, do you, what do you own it to? I, I mean, I went to law school. In the middle of the river. <laughs> I remember that. That's technically the, correct. The, the, mid, <laughs> the median tide, right? He said the middle of the river, which well, I'll... The, well, if, the if rivers in was, New Jersey are titled. If this was... Well, if this was Jeopardy, I feel like I would have taken that answer. Yeah. Well, maybe. I would have said this in a mean low watermark, but, yeah. you know, that's it's fine. <laughs> Anywho, so you you would say staff over agents, yep. and, and the pool, what was the pool roster? Did you want to drop names? How many people were in the pool? Wait, before we get to the pool, let's, I, no, let's I wanna, save the pool. I want to know what everyone else said. Oh. Oh. Because it was a debate. Oh. Okay. A oh. debate of staff oh. over agents. Yeah, staff oh. over agents. The w- there were some people that were torn. The ones that are not doing the amount of transactions say agents because they those are the, the ones that have higher transactions. Say staff. 
are you constantly looking at what are we outsourcing and does it make sense to bring it in-house? Is that part of your evaluation when you're looking at building staff? So what we, I was very big against it, outsourcing staff, mm-hmm. but now that I can see what our core staff needs, I think outsourcing give staff me an, is- Give me, give me an example. Hey, Steph, stop uh, having to post on Instagram. Have somebody else do it for you. TC, you don't put it into four different places. Sisu, Reason, yeah, yeah. Fub, the whole nine yards. Oh, like, I think I was asking the opposite question. Oh, no, I'm very, I'm very engaged in this. Oh, well, I, I was already, asking. I already when, forgot what question you asked. When, when do you look at all the things that you're outsourcing and say, oh, let's hire somebody that will do this so I don't have to pay someone else to, to do. Like a virtual assistant. Yeah, yeah, instead of having someone do your social media posts and having someone do your graphic design, not that that's what you do, but then, then saying like, all right, if I just hired somebody that could do those two things, I wouldn't have to outsource it'd save, that. It'd save money. Right, and control the whole process and have them dedicated to me. Because that's well, one of the things if, I'm looking at is I like, think, where are we spending money? Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Pretty much everything that we do now is in-house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every single one of them does it. So I'm not you, sure. Wait, okay, so I think we're confusing the word maybe delegation, outsourcing. I Is try not to maybe. do anything right now. I think where we're at right now with the amount of staff and the amount of agents that we have, you know, once we get into bigger production and more agents on the team, I don't necessarily think we need any more key staff members, but those staff members support. will need some support, support for sure. them, for yeah, themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And whether that is somebody in-house or whether it is a VA, mm-hmm. we've still got to figure that out. We're not entirely mm-hmm. sure. And I think the only key role that is missing right now is our sales manager uh, and then a recruiter. And so well. which one of you guys is um, handling sales? Both of you guys still? Yeah. 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 What's the cadence you meet with agents? <laughs> I just Good had, answer. I just had their quarterly. <laughs> okay. Um, for those who, and this is a new huge mind shift. If you're not in the office, I'm not chasing you. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, not at all. No, because we, we were talking, not in the we office, were talking about like, it earlier. Like, like you can spend a lot of time worrying about trying to better someone's real estate career and they don't yeah. care. When you're not at my team meeting on Monday, on yeah. Tuesday at nine o'clock. Yeah. And I haven't seen you in three weeks. Yeah. I stop calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I pause you. You have no leads. Yeah. And I'm with you. I am making sure that you can't download anything. Right. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. aligned. Um, <clears throat> but it sounds like there were some folks that said, no, you got to go agents first, agents first. And yes. that's because they're just trying to up, bump up. Up, up their production. Yeah. See, we're maybe worried about financials trying to pay for the staff. Well, yeah. Like, I don't think we've made a red penny <laughs> in like four years. Yeah. They're over. Every, they're overrated. So, sell a lot they're of houses. Overrated. But, we put every cent back in the business. Yeah, because yeah we like do too. We're, what, four or five years in, and we're doing 174 transactions. We go to three by investing. Who else are you going to invest in unless it's yourself? Like, I will, I will do $500,000 in investment every single year yeah, I'm with you. of ourselves. We're all on the same team here. What, what happens in five years, like when, oh, my God, I'm going to be in real estate for 10 years in five years? And right. we might be doing a thousand deals, a thousand deals, deals. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. It would be like, and did you say New Jersey was a attorney state or a title state? Both. I think was the answer. Oh. Mm-hmm. So we have attorney. South region. Jersey. South Jersey. Is yeah. attorney or title. That's the bit where it's, you can, can be either. Uh, How is that even a thing? 
So we have a thing this called a good question. <laughs> in our New Jersey state yeah. contract. I feel like we need an office in New Jersey. In there you go. Cherry Tree and Cherry Hill. You know that's there the name of his company. Yeah, Cherry, Cherry Tree. Title. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, kind that. of a little play on. Yeah. Yeah. So a previous South Jersey state. Our New Jersey state contract has a three-day attorney review period once it's fully executed, right? So <clears throat> that attorney, if in North Jersey, they probably have their own title company that they're a part of, and they're going to handle title. But right. in South Jersey, it's not mandatory to have an attorney review the contract. So sure. some people will, some people won't. And those attorneys in South Jersey usually don't have any title company that they're attached to. So we Go send to it to a title nationals company. like Fidelity, First American. We use this great company called City Abstract. They're a great partner of ours. So they handle a lot of our our transactions. So mm. that's probably mm. about fifty percent of deals use an attorney in South Jersey. But even if they use an attorney in South Jersey, they still will use a title company to do. And the attorneys aren't making their own, b- b- creating their own title companies. No. It's Seems like a giant. Wow. Mess. I think we're coming yeah. to New so, I think we're coming so, to South Jersey. So what we um we're a two contract state. Are you guys one contract? It's a two contract state. <laughs> it is what it sounds like. It's very stupid. Yeah. So we write an offer to purchase. It's mm-hmm. a very elementary two page document. Oh, we have that. Yeah. But and actually only in South Jersey. North Jersey won't accept it. It's so weird. <laughs> and then um Usually we do the purchase and sales contract, which is kind of the longer, more legalese mm-hmm. version, which the seller's attorney is obligated to typically draft. Except in Worcester County. Except in Worcester, <laughs> which I just learned right now. Apparently, yeah. I clearly don't do enough business there. Um, and uh, that's usually done within seven to 10 business days or something after the offer to purchase. So there's basically this awkward due diligence period of give or take 10 days. And then it's really, really like firmly under contract. And so we, the seller's attorney drafts, the buyer's attorney reviews, they make edits. It's different on every single transaction. And then uh, ultimately the buyer's counsel will pull title. Mm. Mm. Interesting. Is that correct? Yeah. Thanks. Good. Very correct. I'm good glad, good I'm, job. I'm glad weird. you know you're really yeah. Yeah. Weird. You're weird. Yeah. We'll make a video out of that one. Yeah. So it looks like I know what I'm talking about. And the the uh, your clients only sign the contract once the attorneys have sort of gone back and forth. Yes. Yeah, so the, the second one. So the original offer to purchase is something we handle. And then, yeah, yeah that funds, so to speak, the purchase and sales. And, yeah, once both unanimously agree, mm-hmm. then we circulate for buyer signature, seller sign second. So <laughs> that's <laughs> where it's different in New Jersey. So you actually have your clients sign the contract first. And then we enter into our three business day attorney review period and some clients just can't wrap their heads around it and i can see why like why would you sign a legal <laughs> right. document for hundreds of thousands of dollars before you have an attorney look at what is, it what does the attorney say uh you know they'll come back with a few things like what like what the Change. same things every time yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> change made a shell yep, and exactly. we were only gonna do you know are you this for that yeah yeah you know they pretty much all do the same the thing. time of the essence yeah. the whole nine art yeah. and it's just like mm. well that's north jersey i don't know why they always do the same thing as well because it's also an attorney prepared contract that we're using as well so all these changes that they all have us make us do all the time why don't we just include that just exactly. go to the board of realtors and update right. the exactly. damn form Look. seriously yeah you know what maybe but then we won't need right attorneys right well <laughs> They need job, yeah. Yeah, maybe. And what do they charge? There's for probably that? a lot of attorney lobbying. About, they're like a thousand fifteen hundred dollars for an attorney in South Jersey for the review for no for the, the three day review for the whole thing for the whole, for the whole thing. thing. Yeah, mm. that's not bad. But if oh, you're sending, but the then you get the, but they give out the, the title. Yeah, they don't they do the title. No, they don't they do, do the title. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> I guess you're not coming. <laughs> well, I'm well, going to do creates, the title. If he creates the firm. Yeah, we're going to do both. Yeah, they'll do both, mm. yeah. One-stop shop. One-stop, yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. 
I would love to know because, and I'm going to put you on the spot then. What ask? is your five-year plan? What's both of oh, your wow. five-year plan? <laughs> Where yeah. are you at? This is a very like expensive question that I spend a lot of money on multiple coaches to help me figure out. <laughs> um, oh, oh, you're you're in coaching as well, some sort of coaching, some sort of several. Coaching, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we it all, takes a village for this. All three. <laughs> so everybody at this table is coached. Yes. Yeah. I have two. I have two coaches Do currently. You? Yeah. Wow, awesome. I've, Three, essentially. Mm-hmm. All for different I'll things. I'll let Brennan go first. Yeah. Um, great question. I <laughs> don't know the answer. I love what I do. It is very... Um, changes every day. I also do estate planning and trust administration. So I do... My, my practice is, you know, sort of 50-50 real estate and trust and estates. And they work rather well together. So I see, you know, some sort of growth. We've grown our firm from, as I said, the two of us to six lawyers and five paralegals-ish um, in two and a half years, three years. Yeah. Um, awesome. So I c- hope that we continue to grow. We want to buy an office building. We want to, you know, expand our practice. We want to keep bringing on people. Um I'd love to, you know, maybe not work as hard. Mm. But I'm not sure how that happens. Mm. Um, if you, I if think you find out, let me know. Yeah, yeah. let yeah. me know. You, 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 you said something that, that keeps resonating with me as the, the genesis of your breakdown of wanting it more than that. <laughs> Let's keep referencing yeah. that. Mm. But, but I feel like I suffer from the same yeah. illness on a regular basis. So, you know, I, I don't know how that works out that I get to keep growing this thing and work less, but I continue to want it more than everybody under me. So yeah, I don't know. Can I jump in on that? Oh yeah. Just real quick. There was, we we were sitting down with a one-on-one with Tom Ferry and Scottsdale. It's okay that someone doesn't want it more than you because they're on your team for a reason. Right. 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 Yeah. So just have 50 of them and not the six. That's the goal. Sounds like uh, they all, we can't put our expectations right. or our drive on them. They can do as much as they want. If that doesn't meet our expectation of what our goals are, we need more agents. Right. Yeah. We need more, we need more people. Yeah. And, and our lawyers are kind of like agents, right? Like they go out, they market, they, they bring work in, they we pay sports. them. Like it's, it's a very similar concept. So Yeah. Hopefully, it's, it's funny. Is scale. I, I wrote all this down at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. And it was interesting as I kind of forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. Is that bad? Yeah, it's the, uh, uh, it's bad for <laughs> you us. You need as a well. vision board. You, yeah. No, I, listen, I'm very clear on like vision, mission stuff. But w- as you as that relates to like quantifiable results, mm. um, it's e- okay. So I didn't like forget. I was like, oh yeah, just ref- I wanted to make sure I said the right one. So I guess yeah, I did forget. But it's more of just like. Um, it's easy to lose sight of what the long term goal is while you're oh. while you're in the shit. While you're sitting yeah. while you're sitting in your own shit. But yeah. that's mm-hmm. also why the coaches tell you like you gotta put that shit up, up somewhere yeah. everywhere mm-hmm. on the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why bathroom, you're doing put it. Put it in your office, make sure it's big and you can see it clearly. Yeah. So not hidden in a I wrote, I wrote this down um, <laughs> on January eleventh. Awesome. Mm. So five year goal, mm-hmm. thousand deals a year. Gotcha. One billion in sales volume, thirty percent net profit, and I just want to be a CEO, man. How long have you been in real estate? 
since I was uh, 2014 to 18 part-time. Okay. And when I quit my sales job to go in full-time, I also joined coaching. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, and hopped right in. So um, what's interesting Do you is really think that you're going to be able to get to 30% profitability by that time? I'm already there. How many staff members do you have? Not enough. Okay, there you go. <laughs> so, um, yeah, listen, we have, we have in flow, right? Like everybody does in terms of, uh, in terms of profitability, but the, uh, I'm just waiting for a profit. What nope, is that? No, no profit at all? None. Loss. No. That's no not, loss. In t- no, that's not entirely true. Like we've been squeaking a lot. <laughs> yeah, listen, but here's the deal. Like, let's be real. There's a difference. I mean, be- are we, yeah, exactly. there's a difference between your, your, your books. Mm-hmm. And, and what we write off. Okay, well, we're going to definitely edit that part out for yeah. the yep. public podcast. Yeah. No. Yes, so yeah. I, have, I have an indirect and a direct P&L. Yes. Do you guys have the same? Some, something similar, yes. Okay. So there's like what the business re- really costs, right, in the mm-hmm. Europe. And there's a, there's a profit associated with it. Yeah. And then there's like the draws you take, the write-offs you have, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah. There, there's a wild difference between two. Because at the end of the day, if you're able to do what you do and pay for your lifestyle buy new homes, et cetera, mm-hmm. drive cars that you want to drive, go where you want to go. At the end of the day, you're profitable yes. in, in reality, yes, right? Absolutely. Right. There's, yep. there's, a, there's a vast difference of maintaining the appropriate amount of profitability and still paying yourself a salary. That's, that's, a, that's a huge difference, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, because yes. I'll tell you what, my W-2 last year doesn't look great. Mm-hmm. Last, the two years ago, was phenomenal. And we talk about this a ton. All the time. Like, we reinvesting in the business is paramount. Mm-hmm. Yes. Make no mistake. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you got to, you got to take a check. Mm-hmm. You got to take a check. So yeah. I was on the phone with my financial advisor earlier today and we were talking about this and I said, similar to what I said to you, you said to something to me six months ago that resonates with me all the time is pay yourself first, yeah. right? Like you yeah. have to look at it and you have to pay yourself first, whether that's investing in your future, buying real estate, putting money in the market, whatever your thing is, you have to do that first and budget for it and have it as part of your sort of, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Otherwise we're going to look at it and be like, Oh, we have money for that. We'll, we'll invest in that or we'll do that. And mm-hmm. we just end up at the end of the year being like, there's no money left. And I spent all this <laughs> money on new software and new marketing programs and new coaches and tech. And it's hard, you man. didn't pay yourself. It's yep. hard. So yeah, sorry. No, it's cool. What's your five year plan? We're at, I think two, th- I think five years is what fifteen hundred to two thousand. I thought transactions thousand transactions. No, we we that changed it. No, ten ten years was three thousand. Did you just laugh that I didn't know what mine was? I just wrote it because this is let's make sure. When you have two team leads, right, and who are married to each other, we have we finally got on somewhat of the same, same page. page. A, a year or two years ago, he wanted mm. to stay small. I wanted to rule the world. So, getting well, so what are we doing? So I, I, want, I want. We're rolling a really small world. <laughs> Five years. So we're like the Duchy of Cornwall. Yeah, we're you know, the Duchy of Cornwall. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, um, don't know what that means either. No, oh, it's, it's like a count. No, so, um, fifteen, fifteen hundred transactions. We are in three states, mm-hmm. and and um, what are those? Uh, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware. So I want to keep it local. I want to have a centralized hub and pods pretty much in several different um, areas of interest of ours. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Rehoboth, Philadelphia, and... New Hope. Hope Hobaden or whatever. Hobden Township. What's your... 
Have a touch. Yeah. Hobbit Mill? Yeah. It was clear we couldn't say Cherry Hill. Well, yes, we're near Cherry Hill. But no, but like. Mars. Mars, yeah. Asbury Park, New Hope, Lambertville, Philadelphia, Rehoboth Beach, probably one of the other shore towns. Stone Harbor. Cape May. Cape May. Oh, yes. Cape May. But it's just like, take what our amazing staff has put together, take that book, put it over here, and run the same plays that we know that, yeah, are, yeah. that work. Do you have physical office space? Yes. Mm-hmm. We have a storefront. Two- yep. Yeah. Right on Hanouth. It's a black building, pink trim, and a bright, bright blue awning. Like, you cannot miss it. Oh, yeah. And there's a bright pink neon sign in the window that says, hashtag make Jersey, Jersey home. home. Oh, subtle. Quite fabulous, actually. Yeah. It is awesome. Sounds great. Understated. Oh, and totally. Totally subtle. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny when it was actually getting painted. And I already had the neon sign up in the window. Um, our local painter, John Torres. Hey, John. Uh, someone was driving past and uh, wound down the window. And they were like, hey, John, it's about time we got a brothel in town. <laughs> 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 Just well, to give close. you a little idea. Close. Close. <laughs> close. Did, you get, did you guys uh, own the building? In the process? Yeah. Nice. Process. Good for you. That's the thing I think a lot of us, uh, for me too, and like obviously it's easy to write down the number of transactions and, mm-hmm. and say that for me, it's always been a way to continue to accumulate real estate at the same time, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, that's definitely a, definitely a big how deal. Much, so how much real estate do you own, sir? I don't have that much, to be honest with you. So we just sold a three unit that we've had for seven or eight years and stacked some cash away. Um, we own this building. Mm-hmm. We bought that's this. So we have uh, four commercial uh, units and I have uh, two, three families, mm. and then our single family primary in our Airbnb in Florida. Okay, nice. um, that's right. You did yeah, get that. And yeah, we that's just a we, decent amount. Yeah, you we don't just, get the sponsored listing. We just sold. Uh, Wait till you're in the in the retargeted database. <laughs> you'll see all about it. <laughs> we just sold. Uh, we just sold one of our three families. Um, just because we bought we bought a lot of stuff last year, and I just yeah. want to, quite frankly, a little bit more worried about cash posi- cash position market and. Yeah. The, the ability to reinvest in the business and yeah. all that type of stuff. So, I get you. Um, but yeah, it's like cool opportunities like this. I like, I like to pick on um, stagnant listings a lot. You know, the classic like stuff that has, you know, bad marketing or mispriced specifically commercial stuff that a lot of times people will have vacant or the seller is difficult mm-hmm. and you can kind of get a good deal on it. Cause I think a lot of, there's a lot of residential brokers that masquerade as commercial brokers and mm-hmm. screw it up. Mm-hmm. And if you know anything about the commercial game, it's relatively easy to, to steal a property or two. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So if you need, if you need some, uh, if you need some help uh, getting free commercial property, I'm happy to help you. All right. Awesome. <laughs> I am enlisting his help. Good. Yeah. You were going to say something. Uh, yeah, I was just smiling. How much real estate you own, Brandon? Uh, I have my primary, and we're looking to buy an office building for uh, ourselves. And, and my goal, one of my goals space. for this year is to buy a, an investment property. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which we essentially have convinced them to do on the podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, that, that wasn't even on the horizon prior to this mm-hmm. well, you endeavor. Gotta, that's the thing. Get into those rooms that push you. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest thing. We're, we should not be in some of these rooms that we're in, but we want to be in that room yeah. and be like, oh my goodness, look mm-hmm. at what is possible mm-hmm. if you just put your mind to it. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Surrounding yourself with people that are just going to make you better, Seth. Yep. And I talk about that all the time. I always want to be the least successful person yes. in mm-hmm. every room I'm in. Yep. But to your point, I think earlier, they don't know what the hell they're doing either. <laughs> <laughs> 
good point. So, yeah. you know, you kind of go in and you look up to these people and you're like, wow, my God, you're actually doing it. And they're like, oh, their house is burning. Their house is burning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And no then you're like, if you can do it, yeah. I can do right. it. Right. For mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Which right. is great. And that's part of my like whole stick is that like, I just say yes. Like I just show yeah. up and I say yes. And then halfway through, I'm like, what did I just do? How did I get here? Like, I feel like my whole life has just been this like accidental event after accidental event that has landed me here. And you know, some days that's great. <laughs> some days. Some, some days like, I mean, today has been again. phenomenal, <laughs> but it's usually good. when the calendar is pinned with 17 oh, breakfasts, right? That's not, not that great. So I just can't wait. Tonight's the first night in like a week and a half that I get to go home. Oh, and I'm so excited. Like at yeah. not at 1130. Yeah. I feel like you're going to break down and cry soon. Um, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to, you want to take us home and ask? Well, them? no, I, yeah, um, I want to ask two more questions. Okay. One is anticlimactic. Yeah. We'll get to the <laughs> climax. Um, one is you guys are involved in the Alliance. I saw that on your website, the LGBTQ real estate Alliance. Yes. So what's your involvement in that? So I was the chapter president for the South Jersey chapter. Unfortunately, I had to step down. Um, running this team got a little bit more involved. Heavy. Yeah, and I and I just didn't want to keep that that Very title. Selfless. Just keep that title and not actually do the job that it actually deserves. So, mm-hmm. um, if there's anybody that might be listening to this anywhere in South Jersey or Pennsylvania, we really do need a president. But uh, how big's your chapter? Um, I could not tell you as of right now. Good job, yeah. Press. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the, so it's, I, it's been sounds like, like two should, years now. Sounds yeah. like you should have been so, assassinated. Yeah. So I'm in the boss or the Massachusetts the chapter. JFK joke. And I'm the vice president. Oh, and good. we 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 grew I think we went from thirty five to seventy members in the last like awesome. five months. Nice. That's yeah. great. So it, it's somebody who's actually focusing on it. Well, we have a whole team. It's yeah, it, it exactly. can't be just one person. Exactly. Right. Like yeah. we're all too busy. To, to be, you need a, a whole team. So we are lucky here. We've got a, a decent team. Got Yeah. Yeah, that's great. But it's an important thing. So Seth and I were talking about realtor associations, like building relationships with the people that we work with, right? So it's, I think, important to be involved in, in these things to get to know the other people and, and people that are doing what, we're, what we do. Um, and then the affinity groups, obviously, are, are very helpful mm-hmm. um, from policy perspectives and yeah. all the other stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I love to see other people that are, you know, sort walking the walk. Sort yeah. of involved, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I kind of um, took the community approach rather than kind of within the industry. And um, we, we're we one of the principal founders for Handtownship Pride. This will be our third year. And... In our second year, um, I got invited to join the Haddon Township Equity Initiative, which is a nonprofit in the area that's been going Very for cool. about three years now. Um, and so I'm kind of quite heavily involved in that side of the work. Yeah. And it's been pretty crazy to see the impact that we've had in our very, very small town of Haddon Township and the surrounding towns. We had about 11,000 people come last year wow. to the to the parade itself um, excellent and you know the feedback that we've had from everybody in the community has been overwhelmingly positive um and that's been pretty cool to kind of like dive into that yeah it's awesome very cool so we like to end every podcast with one question and as you know the name of this podcast is the word 
So we ask all of our guests, if you were to, to sort of boil down your next 12 months into one word, what would that word be? And then you can give us a little about why you chose that word. Do you want to go, go first? first? <laughs> Ooh, that was like, who's drawing the short straw? I know, I, I've, I've got a word. I got a word. Should you we go like, first. I feel like we should make you guys write it down. What if it's the same word? <laughs> I think that would be... The alignment, no, so, the alignment yeah. would be unreal. So it's uh, so I'm 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 stealing someone else's word. I'm stealing one of Tom Ferry, Tom, one of Tom Ferry's words. So all this is when, stolen. So uh, yeah, there's a there's yeah. a story around it. Um, when we were there at the retreat, uh, we had our like little one on one mastermind, and we were sort of bouncing around ideas. There was actually a word that like came up in my head, and it just kind of kept running through and running through. The next I can't day, wait to hear about this. I mean, the build up. <laughs> The next day when we went in, the very first thing that Tom said, he's like, this is the word of the year. And it was the word that had been going round and round in my head and it was focus. And I think there's, we spend so much of our time going like, oh my God, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to try something over here. I need to work over here. And, you know, when things don't start going well and we go into a market where we have like a sucky Q1 and, you know, all these things, you can feel the cards sort of tumbling down. Like, this is a time you just need to, like, refocus your energy and refocus your direction, not get too distracted and not get too overwhelmed. So that, my word is focus. That's it. I love it. Militant. Wow. Wow. <sighs> okay. I mean, that's so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. <laughs> tell, tell us more about yeah, that. Yeah, uh, speechless. Really? <laughs> Is there a costume involved? <laughs> Always. <laughs> and an Instagram video. Hold on, I got to make sure I follow you. <laughs> well played. That thank you, thank you. That thank was you. good. Um, <clears throat> I think, especially me, I can be a dreamer. And I need to be militant in maybe my focus, in my vision, in everything that I do. Because I can waste a lot of time. And I can waste a lot of time that I know that if I just actually did the work. What work? Recruit. Mm. Oh, and be a leader. Mm. I Those don't seem like that, that, that hard. It's, it's <laughs> one of the biggest things. Like another thing that I realized last week is that I was a pusher instead of a leader. And when you finally realize that stop pushing these people to do something they don't want to do and lead the people who want to do yeah. the work. Yeah. That's good. When you finally figure that out, like it's the light bulb, it's the switch. And it's like, okay, if we have that mindset now, we can go wherever we want to go. Lead the people that want to go. Yeah. That's good. I could, I could keep this conversation going, but I think we're going to call it. Okay. Uh, Love it. it was. Uh, We'd it like was, to thank our future sponsors, Nutra and Lacroix, <laughs> and Lacroix, and Lacroix, and, and, and maybe and maybe Spindrift. So, yeah. um, well, I think that they listen there. Listen, They're gentlemen, out. I um I appreciate you guys coming on. I know you guys drove all the way up from South Jersey just to spend mm. one an hour and twenty five minutes with us. There's yeah, no so other events going on this week. <laughs> right no, the area. No, no, we're driving straight back. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, just like it's probably rush hour right now. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. It'll take you an hour and twenty minutes to go six miles. Yeah. I hope not. I have margaritas at seven. Oh, mm. <laughs> in, in in Waltham, yeah. Yes, yeah, you might be better suited hanging around for an hour, but that's your okay. call, you know. <clears throat> so, um, but hey, we really You'll appreciate you get there you guys at the same on. time. Yeah, likely. We appreciate you guys coming on. And uh, how how can uh, how can the people, the listeners that we have, find you 
on the Soch? You can search at JFK Living, all one word, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all well, social pretty. channels. Yep. Look at that. Look at that alignment. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. all right, guys, we appreciate it. Thank awesome. you for uh, joining us. Thank, Thank you, you very much, us. guys. Thank you for listening to the Word Podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss any future episodes. If you could take a minute and leave us a quick review, not only do reviews give us valuable feedback, but every positive review tells the algorithm to push this episode out in front of more people. If you really want to help us out, send this podcast to someone who you think would benefit. Thank you so much, and we hope to see you next time when we talk about the Word.